to the Forerunners Podcast. On today's episode, we'll be joined by Ryan Carroll. He's an elite runner and also a local high school cross-country coach. Immediately in this interview, I challenge Ryan to a race. And if you'd like to see footage from that race and hear some commentary, then you can go find us on Instagram at Forerunners Podcast or find our Facebook group, Forerunners Podcast, and find that video there. It's fairly entertaining. But for now, let's get right into our interview with Ryan. All right, guys, we're here with Ryan Carroll, dude. Welcome. Hey, thanks, man. I'm looking forward to this. Yeah, I am too. Um, Ryan, you are literally, this is not a joke, you're the fastest person I know, personally. <laughs> so me and you Ryan... You need to get more friends. Yeah, oh, I don't know, man. Me and Ryan have met a, on a, uh, on a one occasion over at the Nolan Trail, so I'm interested in, uh, in testing myself against you, so... Do you think you'd be up for a race like right now? Let's do it. <laughs> Let's go do All this, right. man. I'm transitioning. All right, guys. We're back. I'm still catching my breath a little bit. Ryan seems pretty recovered. Uh, the results are probably pretty obvious. He beat the brakes off me. Oh, come on. It was close. It, <laughs> it was close for those first six feet until he closed the gap and gave me a pat of encouragement as he blew on by me. But... I'll recover here in a second. But anyways, we're going to get right into this talk, and we're going to start where we kind of always start. Let's talk about your family, your immediate family. Yeah. So Uh, who you got in there? Who do I got? (laughs) Well, of course, uh, my amazing wife, Megan. Uh, We're going on 13 years of marriage, so she hadn't traded me in yet. Um, We actually went to high school together, Western Ranch High School here locally. And uh, we, we knew of each other, but we really didn't know each other. Uh, and it was later on in college, um, kind of connected again, and as they say, the rest is history. Nice. And, uh, our daughter, Taylor, uh, just turned 10. Sometimes I feel like she's going on 20. Yeah. Uh, as you, yeah. you can probably relate. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I love her to death. Um, def- everyone's always asking, oh, is she going to be a runner? Uh, no. <laughs> no. Uh, she's a great runner. She's talented, very talented, yeah. but um, dancing's her thing, and so uh, I've learned to love dance competitions and... Uh, try and understand the ways of dance, um, you know. So that's 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 us. That's our little clan. Um, my parents uh, actually just moved. Said my family's leaving me. Uh, oh, I five minutes, like. five minutes from me, and um, just moved down to Orlando. You know, working on that retirement. Yeah. And uh, lo and behold, so did my sister and brother-in-law, who lived literally just around the corner from you at one point here. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Now they live next door, and I mean exactly next door to my parents down in Orlando. <laughs> oh man! So of course the push is, well, come on down here, and I said, well, you know, call our little plot of land. But uh, no, so that's you know, uh, I've been making regular trips down there, and yeah. FaceTime's an amazing thing. And then uh, my wife, oh man, I remember when I first started dating her. Uh, she goes, oh, I got a pretty large family, and I'm like, okay, you know, I was a military brat. I hardly saw my family throughout yeah. the year, and. Uh, Literally, it took me years before I learned everyone's name. It was, I just figured out who belonged to who. Dang. <laughs> that's an aunt, that's an uncle, that's a cousin. Mm-hmm. Um, but her whole family, born and raised right here in Western Ranch. So, yeah. um, you know, it, it's been nice, you know, for the first time in my lifetime. This is this is home, you know. Yeah. Uh, went to 12 schools by the time I finally graduated high school. So, Goodness gracious. You know, to have that, you know, Hampton Roads is, is home. So, yeah, that's... 
that's us in a nutshell. So, yeah. so I would ask you where you're originally from, but it sounds like you're from a lot of places. Yeah, uh, originally I was uh, actually born in Germany. Uh, I actually oh. still have dual citizenship. Dang, so, you're oh, a German? I'm a German, yeah. Awesome. Um, yeah, so, you know, of course my dad was stationed over there, but um, the way it worked at the time and uh, where I was delivered, I got a German birth certificate. and That's kind of crazy. So, yeah. Yeah, I got some friends that, that like enjoy going over there, I'm sure. I think they have a trip planned for the summer, so hopefully all this yeah. blows over by then. So, um, you kind of gave a, a sneak peek. You did go to Western Branch High School. Yeah. So did you? Did, <laughs> when did your running? When did your running start? Uh, it was funny. I was. I lived and died. I mean, I breathed baseball. Yeah. Baseball. You know, from the time I could walk, baseball. Um, which is funny because my whole family was a football family. I mean, yeah. I'm the run to the litter. Um, baseball, and um, it got to a point when we had just moved into Western Branch. Well, you're too small. Too oh, small. No. Not what any guy wants to hear, you know. And that was my junior year, going into my junior year. And uh, so I give my mom credit because she'd always been, Ryan, you're awesome at that gym mile. You know that gym mile we all got to do for the presidential? And mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, I did that because I had to get a grade, yeah. you know. And uh, so I went out for cross country uh, my junior year. I remember the first day I came home and come into the kitchen and parents were like, how'd it go? These people are crazy. I'm done. I'm not going back tomorrow. Uh, that coach is trying to kill me. Yeah. And uh, my dad was just always one of those, you start it, you finish it. And uh, I'm thankful, you know, he did. It was, it was an experience. So yeah, my junior year of high school, I got into it and uh, I feel like I'm still learning. You know, yeah. that's 21 years. And um, I look back at things and go, man, I wish I knew then what I know now. But again, I'm still learning even more about it. So yeah, 21 years and still moving forward. Now you're the coach, the kids are going home and saying he's trying yeah. <laughs> And I know for a fact, because now it's so weird. When I first started coaching, I was so young. And so I had run with some of the kids, or you know, the, so I got their brothers and sisters. I ran with them. Oh, okay. I was only a few years older than these kids and here yeah. I'm coaching them. Yeah. Now, because of the age, I'm going out on double dates with their parents and I'm best <laughs> friends funny. with their parents. So trust me, I hear when they say, Oh, things yeah. they dislike. So. That's funny. So that's that's pretty interesting because I, the way you run, the way you just beat me, and you know how fast you are. I I just assumed that you just came out of the womb just with a, a passion for running, but you really had to kind of like learn to love it. You didn't even like it when you first started. I, so, I, I didn't. You know, that's Dan, interesting. I'm you, it was it was miserable. <laughs> <laughs> when did you um. When did you start to embrace it and actually kind of like learn that you might have a gift in it? Um, it's so funny. I embraced it when I learned how much it could break you down, but yet you could still go through that and just come out better on the other side. Yeah. Uh, it was actually one race. I remember I was so stoked. We, uh, we go to the conference district race and the team makes it out. And I ran like 1830 something that day. Now, mind you, I started in the 23s that year. And yeah. my whole goal was don't let any of the girls on the team beat you. Yeah. So here I am, 1830s, I'm like, okay. The coach goes, well, we're going to regionals. I'm like, oh, it's like baseball. This is awesome. We get to regionals. Well, what do we got to do to go to states? He's like, Ryan, you know, we got to be a top three team or you got to be top 15. You're not going to rank top 100. Oh, my dad's standing right there. One of the most competitive men I know. He comes over, he goes, run so you can't stand. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like what? He's like, go out with your number one. And at that time, our number one was running 16. Two minutes ahead of me. He's like, just go out with him. I'm like, that's suicide. He goes, how do you know? Have you gone out with him before? Man, I went out and just pain, but it seemed like my dad made it to every point in the race where I, the time <laughs> I'm thinking, okay, I'm just gonna let off. Dad's not here. Nope, there's dad. Gotta keep pressing. I went from 1830 to 1630 in a week. 
Mind you, I could not stand. I did what he told me to do. Made top 15, went on to state. And that's when it just clicked with me that, you know, you can challenge yourself, mm -hmm. but everything is doable. Mm -hmm. And I tell you, I tell people, that's what I call winning. And then, like what I challenge my kids to is winning doesn't mean you're first. Mm -hmm. Winning is, is that challenge and, you know, hey, I've never run a mile before. Great. And when you do, you just won. Yeah. And now set a new goal. And so um, that's what I love about it. Even to this day, it's what else? As my wife would say, what other stupid things can you go put your body through so you can, you know, so yeah, that's yeah, funny. So um, you would be classified as, as an elite runner, right? Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of, uh, you know, it depends on the race directors or the sponsors. I consider myself what I call sub elite. Mm -hmm. And that's just out of respect for the, the guys that truly are elites. Those, those, those people that are grinding every day and making a living out of it. Yeah. Um, you know, some people call them the pros. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it, it's a tough life. You know, I actually consider myself uh, more fortunate than a lot of the true and true elites. Um, mm. My, I'm, I'm blessed with my hobbies, my wife calls it, is paid for. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm lucky with that. And I know runners who are on pro contracts that literally would kill to have the stuff I have mm -hmm. is a sense of, you know, having the product, um, the assistance. Because there truly is, you better perform that. You know, if I would have lost you today, hey, we have a good story. Let's drink a beer and talk it up. But you know, these these folks are going in, and that's you know, they're going to a race, and that's their rent. Yeah, that's their livelihood for the month. Mm -hmm. And so, um, yeah, I mean, a lot of folks would say the times I run, you know, do classify as elite. But yeah. I just look at it as I go with a sub elite. You know, I can I can hold my own. Yeah, I'm definitely not making a living on this. I got to work a nine to five. And so you you actually work with a. With a company called Rabbit, right? I do. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen. I've seen that. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Because I know sometimes you put a hashtag that says Rabbit Elite. Yeah. So. All right. So Rabbit uh, was a small company. They're based uh, out of California, um, and I love them. I mean, I, I feel like, oh yeah, he says he loves them, but you know, I I will never go behind a product that at the end of the day isn't something I would do myself or mm -hmm. promote. Um, and I get a call one day actually from one of my former. Uh, Sockney reps. I had a Sockney contract for mm -hmm. numerous years, okay. and they they revamped their uh, their uh, their uh, elite program, which I understood, and they were going from mostly folks right out of college, mm -hmm. uh, and that hadn't started families yet, or a little younger, really trying to get more guys into the Olympics. Yeah, it made sense. They're dumping all their money into this program, and I always said, well, I got the old card. I'm too old for that. Um, but he gave me a call, and he's like, hey Ryan, there's this company, and they're about to to put out. You know, they're looking for. Um, uh, what they call Rad Rabbits, which is just their community ambassador, Rabbit Elites, mm -hmm. um, which, you know, you're running, you know, you got to run a sub 15 to be mm -hmm. even considered uh, for Rabbit Elite. And, uh, and then they got the Rabbit Pro. So these are the guys that are making full, full time pay, and that's all they do is run for Rabbit. Yeah. And so heard about them, looked into it like anything else. Um, all American made, which I love. That's, that's me. I'm, I've always worked for small businesses mm -hmm. uh, in my career. Uh, I think there's something special about small businesses. You know, not take away the large. They all have a, a role. Mm -hmm. But um, I just love the product. I love the feel. It, I, they really try to put out there is like true running apparel. Like people laugh. The short shorts. I mean, there yeah. are some short. <laughs> I've had even some, some of my female running friends like Ryan. Those shorts are kind of short. I'm like, these are running shorts, yeah. you know? And, um, but I just love their product line. I, I compare them a lot to... People know, you know, Wazelle, you know, that Wazelle just had this fashionable but good running apparel. Now, obviously, that was strictly for, for women. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, so I thought, well, I'll try it. You know, I've, I really haven't done a lot here lately. I'd come off some injuries, and two weeks later, I get a notification, hey, we'd love to offer you a spot. It's like, well, okay, you know. Yeah. But then I get in the group, and it's like, is anybody else here over the age of 30? 
anybody, anybody, you know, you start really realizing like, man, I'm getting up there now, but awesome group, so supportive, um, and are really making their way. They were all West Coast, uh, Point Two now has them in their store here, and Mm -hmm. so they're making their way out here, and I I hope to see them to continue to grow. Nice. Let's talk about short shorts. (laughs) I, uh, this summer I actually hope to run some races in the shortest shorts I can get. Annalisa knows that's one of my goals, so... She bought me a pair of shorts for Christmas, and she was like, "These are like, these are like six-inch shorts. They should be like super short." So I put them on, and they were pretty, still pretty long. And I was like, "Babe, we got to get like one-inch shorts." You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> like, I got my eyes on some that I'm gonna invest in. So I'm really wanting to like uh, let my thighs really shine this this you know, summer. You you give me the call when you were ready, and I tell you, what, we got some two-inchers. Split from run. I will yes. hook you up. That's uh, awesome, and, dude. I'm telling you, PR. Hey, here we come. I'm dead serious about short shorts. <laughs> but do do you think that do, do is it just for comfort while you're running, or does it feel is it like a freedom thing? What is it? You know, so quick funny story to lead into that. You know, I, I made states my junior year, and I, I would never wear the short shorts. So mm-hmm. that's what was issued to us. But I always wore the the spandex biker shorts underneath. Yeah. And I'm like, no way am I showing them select. We get to states and top 15 make the all-state team and they're calling them up and I'm standing there, six years, I'm like, my God, they're all wearing just short shorts. That must be the secret. I just need to wear shorts. This is the short short. I tell you, I'm just like, that's gotta be it, yeah. right? So my coach always laughs at me because the next day it was, for a year, I just wore the bicycle shorts, gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like, those guys are wearing short shorts. Um, you know, I think originally it had to do with just basic science. You have less resistance that leg to pull through. I mean, yeah. you look back to the 70s and 80s, it's like, well, the less you got to wear, the better. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've seen some, I've seen some elite runners wearing, you know, the six inch, I would almost look like a board short yeah. and can run circles around folks. Yeah. So I think it just goes for what's comfortable for you. And, but there, there is, you know, some behind it, you know, that you have less resistance on the leg when you, when you drive forward. But, yeah. you know, I was on, I was on swim team when I was, uh, uh in high school. Okay. And, uh, I didn't really want to, you know, wear the Speedos, so I would just wear my swim trunks, and I would get, like, second or third place all the time, and one day I was just like, screw it, and I put on those Speedos, and I I started getting first a couple times, and at the end of the season, they were giving out awards. I didn't get, really get any awards, except they had bought a pair of Speedos and framed them and put a little sheet behind it that said Mr. Speedo, so I got, I, I became Mr. Speedo because... The, that actually changed the game for me. Tell so, me. hey, mate, that's... Dude. I call them the Dedunta-Does. <laughs> <laughs> Look, next time next time we get together, I'll have short shorts, and the race that we run will be much different. I'm, sure I'm going to patch your back. I'm going to patch you. <laughs> it better be. <laughs> that's funny. Let's talk about some racing. So, um, you and I... Uh, discovered through some dms that we had something in common this season and that's that we wanted to get revenge at some of these races um i've said it in almost every podcast one city i tried to beat oprah my body failed and i um didn't make my goal so i was going back to one city to get my revenge this year this year and i was able to do it and you kind of shared a story that i I'd like you to elaborate on about last year's Shamrock Marathon. So if you could, tell us a little, little bit about that. Yeah, so Shamrock, I tell you what, Shamrock's just that, you know, it's that unicorn for me. Um, <laughs> so last year, uh, having a phenomenal race and uh, came through the half and there's, you know, Jerry Frostick, you know, I still remember this, it's your race, it's your race. I'm like, oh man, I'm feeling great and coaches out there and 
But then some people say, you got someone ahead of you. I'm like, who's ahead of me at this point? I mean, I'm cranking. So I'm picking up the pace harder, trying to catch whoever it is ahead of me. All I remember next is waking up in the ambulance. And uh, basically, you just press the pace. You know, it never happened to me. Yeah. You know, it's um, one of those, you know, as runners, it, no matter who you are, you know, uh, you, you know your body. What, I guess at that point, it's one of those, you know, well, I found where that breaking point was that day. Well, the people ahead of me were the relay teams. It was the all-male relay team. Oh, I, was, I was catching them, for, for the record. Um, no, so I go down, and uh, my whole cross-country team's out there. And you would have thought their dog had just died. And I'm one of those, man, that, that's horrible. All right, coach, let's start training. When we, And the, the kids, it was the kids were just like, coach, I'm so sorry. I'm like, guys, it's good. Let's get some donuts. You know, yeah. Like, you're bummed, but you also yeah. don't want to show it to them. And it's one of those, that how long can you? So the goal was this year, we had it the next day marked on the calendar. Like We looked up what date Shamrock would fall on. Like, it's not even out yet. Yeah. Coaches already think, all right, here's what I'm going to change this year. Here's what we're going to do. You know. And, you know, the last few years, a lot of, you know, I had pneumonia like four times in one year. Just mm -hmm. a lot of rough stuff. So this was the year. And it's like, okay, everything was going great, going great, going healthy. Went down to Daytona, broke my record down to Daytona. Mind you, that year that I broke, or set that original record was one of the best races. So we come from that coach like, we're going to kill this thing. We're ready. And like, mm -hmm. Let's go. And then, of course, you know, but... I guess, you know, kind of, you know, I remember that same day and coach and I are talking and texting and it's almost at the same exact minute we both say there'll be another marathon. Yeah. And I guess it's one of those like, yeah, man, I, I wanted it. You know, you, you know how it is. Yeah. Anyone who's had a challenge, you missed it mm -hmm. and you focus and you focus, but it, um, it, I take joy in seeing folks like you. I, I sitting there watching, you know, and I'm reading through the story and tracking. And you read one part of your story, it's like, oh my god, you didn't get it. Yeah. You're very good at this. And you're like, man, <laughs> he was fighting those marathon demons again in the race. And then it's like, oh man, you destroyed. You know, you you had. That. I didn't yeah. know. It was yeah. a surprise when I turned the corner. I was like, oh my gosh, I could beat her. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but you see all these stories, and um, you know, my buddy Seth had a killer marathon. Two twenty six fifty nine. Yeah, yeah. Six minutes. So I, I lived through, you know, see enjoyment of others. Yeah. You know, it's one of those that you know we're gonna all have bad days and whatever mm -hmm. we do, but try and find enjoyment. And you know, knock on wood, there will be another shamrock. Yeah. You yeah. Know? yeah. Um, so yeah, it's uh, you know, it's just I guess I'll have a lot of training building up to that one. Yeah. Um, so did you just run your body? Did you just pass out? I just passed out, and you know, I'd, I'd done everything like I'd normally done. For some reason, um, that day my blood sugar hit, and I don't have never had any blood sugar yeah, issues. Yeah. Had uh, had uh, had had gone. You know, when they got me in the ambulance, one of the first things they they do obviously is they you know get all the blood pressure, blood, quick blood sugar test. My blood sugar was down. Yeah. Um, but you know what a lot of people know is the year before a similar thing had also happened. And that's why I say this is my unicorn because yeah. this is, I'd gone into clinical shock the year before. I had to be rushed to Virginia oh, Beach. Man. Um, and blood pressure dropped like fifty over or something. You know, it was I was it was not in a good place. And of course, when I now this year when I called Jerry Frostick, he's like, look. <laughs> You kiss that sweet wife of yours, and you do not go to the hospital. <laughs> and I promise, I get myself no, Jerry. You know, I'm not. I'm not going to do that. There's, there's too much going on in the Carroll household right now. I don't need to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, you know, it was one of those. This was it. You know, because I mean, it, it took convincing my wife, my family, like, let me go after this again. They're like, Ryan, like any other marathon, because I've never had it happen. I said, there's something about Shamrock. It's, yeah. But again, it's that challenge, right? There's something at Shamrock, and I'm going to find a yeah. way. You know, the stubbornness of a runner. That's you know, like, you know, We're going to find a way to get yeah. this done. So, <laughs> That's awesome. So Shamrock, he's coming for you yes. when you get back on track, when this world gets back on track. Um, so let me tell you a story about me and you that you don't know. So it was like 
There was some 5K at nighttime last year. I don't even know what it was. Rat race or something like that? I don't know. Oh, yeah. Listen, so I don't know what it was. I saw some night race happen, and I looked at the results, and I was like, I was like, oh, my gosh, this person can run, like, this fast? And they're, like, around my age? So I sort of I looked you up and fo- followed you on Strava. And then uh, I would see, like, sometimes you'd put, like, yeah, easy run, easy eight-mile run, and be, like, 6.30 pace. I was like, uh, I die at that pace, like, after, like, a half a mile. So I was like, dang, this guy's gifted. So I, I guess I connected with you somehow. And at some point, I started going to direct performance uh, strength and conditioning. And we were talking about fast runners one day or something, and I was like, have you guys, like, have you guys ever heard of Ryan Carroll? And they, like, looked at me like I was stupid. I was like, oh, okay, so, like, I'm out of the loop big time. Because I felt like, because I've probably been racing around here for, like, two years. Okay. So that, and it was probably, like, a year ago when I disco- when I discovered you on uh, Strava and social media and stuff. So I, I felt like, for me, you came out of the blue. I know you've been here for, like, 20 years. So, But I just thought it was funny that I was like, have you guys ever heard of this guy? And they were like, yeah. So, and then I, I would seek you out. Like, I'd try to meet you at races, and I finally did at the Nolan Trail. Let's talk about the Nolan Trail because, listen, I like the Nolan Trail yes. Marathon. I, I actually, it's my one of my it's one of my favorite races just because the, re, the relay, working as a team, it's really fun to freaking work as a team, dude. And I don't even understand it, but... Um, the Nolan Trail is a beautiful place. I saw that you took the sur- you took the little forerunner survey and said that it's like one of your favorite yeah. places to run. So you decided to uh, participate in the inaugural ultra there, the 50k. How'd that go? <laughs> Let me, so that that was a, a last minute decision. Um, yeah. Obviously, I hadn't been training. I didn't even train for a marathon at that point. We've been training for to handle a half marathon distance. <laughs> oh gosh. Uh, day before I go over to point two, and I'm like, well, I think that day I was supposed to be like an 18 mile run. Yeah that Sunday and uh, I was like well you know what I'll get in the ultra or the marathon and the marathon was sold out and so I yeah. talked to to flat out and they're like well Ryan we got spots in the ultra I'm like I'm not doing an ultra you're crazy you know I do up to a marathon and but I was like you know what I can get in there there'll be course support and I'll just drop at 18 you know training yeah. run yeah well my good buddy Scott you know he as we we're life buddies we always make sure that we know someone's gonna do something stupid so the other one's there to help him when he does something yeah. stupid but it always seems Scott's convincing me to do the stupid, but he'll be there. Yeah. So, of course, he's like, just, just do it. You know you want to do it. So that night, I'm just pounding fluids and stuff. I'm like, here we go. So I made my, 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 mind you, I hadn't told my wife at this point. Oh. All I told her is I'm going to do a long run up the Mariners. Um, again, you know, pick and choose your battles. <laughs> and so uh, Scott picks me up the next morning. We head up there. He's like, you sure you want to do this? And I get up there, and it's just crazy how many these ultra runners, who I've heard of. So sort of kind of, like, yeah. I know of them, and I'm like, their resumes as ultra runners is amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, I look at them like, wow. And they see me, they're like, what race are you doing? I'm like, well, the ultra. And they're freaking out. And I'm like, guys, the, it's an ultra. That's a whole new world. You know, it's not about speed. You know, it's, but. So, like, real, real quick, this was your first ultra? Well, so it was It was my first one that, uh, so I, I've done 105 miles. Oh. Yeah, Dang. I've done 105 in a 24-hour relay. Oh, okay. Um, that, uh. And Hub Metal Events actually chip for us as a yeah. relay. So I, I've gone the distance, gotcha. but as far as getting in there and signing up to do, gotcha. you know. So yeah, this this was my first one, and um, I was kind of excited too because you know going back like Rabbit, they got some of the best ultra runners in the world mm-hmm. on their team. So they really live behind. You know, they got their own trail series of, of apparel. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, this is kind of cool. I'm gonna see what these guys go through. And of course, just that competitive juices get out there, and 
and Blake Scott's like, right, just keep it easy. It's a long race. Keep it easy. So it is tough. You know, easy for me is a 6.30. But that's in comparison to my races. But I knew I'm not going to go out here at 6.30 on, yeah. the, on the Nolan Trail. Yeah. Which, like, if people run the Nolan Trail, oh, it it's deceiving. Yeah. It's deceiving. But uh, no, I got out. And like you said, it was so much fun. Like, I walked away. Now, mind you, I, I missed it by two miles as far as having my nutrition right. Those last two were a little rough. Yeah. Um, the nutrition was going to stop. But, you know, I got it done. I finished. And, um, of course, then the competitive was, Scott, did I, did I keep the lead? Because, you know, they stagger started. Yeah. He's like, Ryan, you got over a loop on everybody. You're fine. Let's get you over to the medical team. Oh, you know, Because I, I, I was down. Yeah. And of course, there's Scott. Next thing I know, he's on the phone. I'm like, who are you on the phone with? I'm just letting Megan know you're not going to the hospital. I'm like, oh, God. Well, this will give her time to cool down before I come home. <laughs> but uh, no, like you said, but you know the, what I found about the Ultra is just the, the atmosphere. It was a, like, I mean, oh, running yeah. events, don't get me wrong. The runners are awesome people. But there's, there's, there's still competitive. Like, yeah. You know, Danny, man, you and I are great friends. Go on this line, Danny. I'm going to kick your butt. We can go have a beer later and talk it up. But there's something about that ultra. Like, maybe people have that, I want to beat you. But they hide it well because yeah, there's just nothing but support throughout the yeah, whole race. Yeah, it's just supportive just yeah. because they, everybody knows that it's pain. It's a pain fest. So. Oh, yeah. So, no, but so that was, yeah, that was, that was Nolan. Yeah, it was well, a, I, I'll say, okay, so you were doing, you were getting ready to start a loop again. And that's when I ran up to you. I was like, are you Ryan Carroll? <laughs> and you were like, yeah. And I was like, I'm Danny. We know each other from like Instagram and we met each other. But I think my team had finished or we were waiting on somebody to finish a loop when we saw you finish and you had just started, really just started dealing with calf cramps, I yep. think it was. I, I remember I didn't know you well enough to like, like kind of like get involved, but I did feel like I should like reach out to you afterwards and be like, were you okay, dude? Yeah, <laughs> like, well, it was so funny. A lot of people thought I DNF. Oh really? I mean, that was like you had crossed. I crossed. I yeah. crossed. But but the bigger part was a lot of people don't know was with uh, at, at twenty miles in, we'll call it you know rookie rookie mistake. I I, I hit a root and just face plant and, and oh, I couldn't man. find out. I actually dislocated my shoulder. I mean my whole left side was just covered in blood. And and one of my athletes is out there. He's like, Coach, Coach, you're like you're bleeding. I'm like, I don't care. But as the race went on, my shoulder started hurting more. I'm like, and I was getting like no movement. I'm like, man, this ain't good. And then I look over and it's just swollen. <laughs> and I'm just like, that definitely is not good. So when I get done, yeah, the calves are cramping. Like, and that's where, you know, my nutrition was off just a little bit. And of course, I get over to the medical tent and they're like, sir, your shoulder. I'm like, yeah, I, I, I face planted. They're like, oh, did this happen? I'm like, no, that was like well, 12 miles ago. And they're like, oh. so they're examining, like, sir, your, your shoulder's dislocated. I'm like, okay, we'll do whatever you got to do. And let's, but let's get some, can I get an IV? Like, I'm, I'm asking for an IV because that's the quickest way. I'm like, I don't want to drink all this PD. Like, give me an IV. Yeah. I'm like, well, sir, we'll take you to the hospital if you want an IV. I'm like, man, I can't do that because my wife will kill me. Um, so you might as well just keep me at the hospital. So, no, yeah, so, no, I finished. And, uh, yeah, but a lot of people were like you and they're sending me messages like, Ryan, I'm so sorry. Like, Scott Ward, remember Scott's like, oh, man, you know, I heard. I'm like, what are you talking about? I finished. <laughs> Oh, you did? Yeah. I made it just past the line. I think I did know that you actually finished. I just thought I knew something was wrong at the finish line because you basically oh, yeah. didn't <laughs> take another step after no, you crossed. No, I, I had just enough to get across the line. Yeah. yeah. So that, the, you know what I just noticed while talking to you? The reason that the Biffledink 10x5K and the Nolan Trail Marathon are my favorite races are because you the it's the tent atmosphere you come there to j just like bunker down and have a race with each other and spend time with everybody so it's i guess my favorite races are the kind of races where you chill together and it, race some it was so funny because i had six seven high school runners up there cheering me on they did their run to get it in and they get done 
coach, can we do this next year? Yeah. And I'm like, God, like, no, this is awesome. And they call it Tent City. Mm-hmm. You know, this, this, everyone likes everyone. You know, yeah. <laughs> they're coming from high school. So, yeah, it's, you're right. The atmosphere and just yeah. like that tent bunker mm-hmm. down and support each other. Nice. Let's talk about glory over pain. <laughs> um, that's a, it, in a, an unofficial event that Scott Ward um, put together over the Jordan Bridge. And it was originally supposed to be six hours of, of running over loops, or Let's bridge repeats. Six hours, yeah, of pain. Yeah, yeah, six there was hours, no glory, yeah. pain. <laughs> but we went through a massive heat wave last year, and it was dangerous to do that. So they, they uh, did it in the morning and cut it down to three hours. But uh, I think you still got a marathon in, didn't you? I did, I did, yeah. It was... <laughs> I can't. That was that was that was my therapy days. We called it, you know, a lot going on in the Carroll household. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, so uh, Scott had told me about it. I think a week before, I said, "Hey, Scott, is it still too late?" Because you know, Scott puts on these crazy events, but they're always like so top notch, <laughs> <laughs> and they're free. Yeah. And so Scott, his only thing was you have to get on his list ahead of time. I was shirt for it, and I was like, "Hey, Scott," and he was like, "Hey, definitely, man, get in here." And I'm like, "All right." And, you know, our, our schedule had just worked at, I never knew really until the day before if I was going to be able to go and, and do an event. And uh, so, again, call my buddy Scott. Hey, I'm, let's go do this Jordan Bridge. He's like, heck yeah, let's do this. And uh, we get out there, and, you know, Steve Spears, who is one of the best ultra runners in the area, the man has mm-hmm. just got it down to, uh, to a T on how to do this. And, um, so of course, he's out there, and, and the Scott Ward, you know, run club guys are out there, and these guys can run forever too, and they just know that nice, easy, steady pace. And there's me, and of course, my buddy's like, Ryan, do not attack the downhills. You know, I was like, ah. So I started the first loop out with Steve and those guys, and uh, I gave him a hard time because a couple of them, like, two loops in, like, well, let's hit the let's hit the bathroom real quick. I'm like, good God, is this what happens when you're over the age of 40? I mean, guys, we're four miles in. You know, that was that was my thing. So I'm like, well, I'm not waiting. I was like, and so, it, yeah, I, I got lucky that day. Uh, if it was six hours, you know, I, I never want to predict a winner, but I think Steve uh, Steve Spears probably would have owned us all. But, yeah. yeah, it was a fun event. It was another one that challenged you. Um, I, downhills, man, they hurt worse than the up. The up was like, this yeah. is nice and steady. Um, but the funny story of that was, was, you had to make the last cutoff at a certain time where you mm-hmm. didn't get to finish your last loop. Yeah. So I was the only one to make that last cutoff of time. So I look at Scott, I'm like, do I actually have to finish the loop? He's like, yeah, you gotta, you gotta finish the loop. I'm like, but no one else is starting. He's like, no. I'm like, well, so I had a couple of rock star recoveries and I told the kids, like, grab a couple of those. Like, what are you doing? I'm like, we're gonna take some pictures at the top. I'm gonna chug these. And, but I kind of forgot to tell Scott that. So they're like freaking out because I'm taking my sweet time yeah. on this last loop. We're taking pictures at the top. And I get back to Scott, I'm like, oh my God, you know, where were you? We thought, I'm like, oh. I didn't know we were going to have a little award ceremony. I was just taking my time. I was going to just walk this thing, you know. Yeah. So, no. um, great event. Call out to Scott. I hope he, uh, maybe it'll be the six foot, you know, separated, you know, uh, run. But no, it, it was a good event, fun event. And uh, again, one of those everyone was hunkered down and supporting each other, but a lot of fun. Yeah, that was awesome. Um, you, uh, I want to go back to something that you kind of, kind of said. Um, you, you People who know you know this, but people who don't know you um, don't know that your family is dealing with with cancer right yeah, now. Yeah. Like there's a um, uh, a battle going on. Uh, I think things are going well. They are. They are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you had said you just kind of said that glory over pain when you went out there it was kind of like a, a therapy session for you because because of you know yeah it's, it's, there's some tough things going on. How does I mean, is running something that that's helping you oh, get through this? One hundred percent. You know, um, 
you know, I, my, my wife calls it my drug of choice. You know, it's one of those, you know, I, I remember when uh, we started going to church together, and the pastor's like, you know, Ryan, you, know, you miss kind of a couple Sundays. I'm like, yeah, it's, it's church of the long run. I can't miss my long run. <laughs> yeah. Now my joke was like, don't worry, me and the good Lord are getting close out on those runs, you know. Um, now, for me, it's always been therapy. Um, my wife can tell if I, if she gets home from work, if I haven't done my run that day. Mm-hmm. She can get, there's just this little edge to me. It's, um, but I've, I've, this past year, it's just, I've learned to appreciate it a lot more for what it can do for you. And, and, and to just always, always hashtag enjoy the journey. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, um, you know, my coach gives me workouts and of course I always have to do it, but you know, if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. You know, get something out of the run. And for me, emotionally, it's just been, um, my time away, my time to kind of guess, okay, deep breath, take it all in. So yeah, that, and, uh, I'll tell you what, that glory of pain was at a point where, you know, we'd just gone through a lot of surgery. We're getting ready for chemo and it was just kind of like, okay, I, I needed, this was funny. I need to put myself through hell. It was just that, that was my way of, you yeah. know, um, and so much now too, I've learned seeing my wife, Megan and what all these kids are, okay. You know, people tell you, oh, I, I, you know, I can only imagine. And I used to be that way. Oh, I'm here for it. But until you have a personal connection with cancer, whether it be a family member, a friend, I mean, it's, it's an eye opener, uh, just to how terrible the disease is. Mm-hmm. And, uh, for me, it's, it just puts so much in perspective and, you know, so I can have a bad run and I'm like, at the end of the day, okay, I had a bad run mm-hmm. go sit 10 minutes, you know, in a, in a chemo treatment room mm-hmm. and trust me, you'll, you'll take a thousand bad runs yeah. over it. So yeah, this past year, I, if anything, you know, in 20 years of running, um, it, it took that of all things to make me appreciate running that much more, yeah. you know, but yeah, as my wife said, well, you know, she always says that she, you, she's, she's a beast and she's like, Hey, it is what it is. That was her comment. You know, I, I remember people when she sat in her first chemo were like, what do we do? Do we smile? Do we, I mean, you're in here with mm-hmm. like people and you just don't want to do. And the nurse like, no, you know, come in here with as much positive attitude as you can, because that's, what's going to get you through it. Yeah. The, the next treatment, an older lady come in she was battling. She had a rough case. You know, we, we knew enough at that point And, uh, she looks at Meg and she goes, what are you here for? You're, you know, you're kind of young. Meg's going through her whole, you know, she can read it off like a doctor, you know, and, and the lady starts crying. Oh my God. And Megan goes, oh, it is what it is. You know, it's just, um, yeah, it's just, you hear things. Like, I guess even the fact like we were talking about Shamrock Marathon earlier. Yeah, man, that, it got canceled. We know the marathon, you yeah. know, it's so yeah, it's running is a great therapy. I encourage a lot of folks if you're not into running or if you are, and maybe you haven't, you, you know, sometimes just take a deep breath in that run and really just enjoy the journey as I always say. So yeah. well, we're going to break there. Awesome. Before we wrap up this podcast, I just want to take a second to really appreciate something about Ryan Carroll. Um, I think he highlights something in this interview about the running community that's very special. And that's that Ryan is such a fast person. He literally can run a sub five mile. And he follows my running journey. And I don't run nearly that fast. So the idea that we're all connected just by running, no matter how fast or how slow we are, and that we can find that support in this community is something really special. So I just want to give Ryan a shout out because it's something that we could all learn from. On the next episode of Forerunners Podcast, we'll talk to Ryan about Point Two Running Company and why it has such a special place in his heart and in this community. And we'll also talk to him about his coaching journey 
at a Western Branch High School, and we'll wrap it up by talking about his own personal goals. So, until next time, this is Danny signing off. Godspeed. Thank you.